Hashtag hello and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa! G'day, Maddie's Bushwhacker Luke here. 2015 Hall of Famer. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah! Whoa! This is Pro Wrestling's only modern-day Viking gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus Tolders, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mount and founder of Global Force Wrestling, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- fellas, uh, you guys have a great day, and, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my See? God. <laughs> That's crazy. <great. laughs> we've, we've had 70-degree weather here. For, I mean, we really had a warm December, and I get on the phone with damn Canadians, and we're spitting snow. So. And back then, there was snow in Tennessee, and right now in Sault Ste. Marie, there is no snow what a wild winter this has been. It has been a different holiday, a different Christmas, a different everything. But here's to more in 2024. I am Carl Carafel. I'm joined alongside Chris Best, Bubba Duke, and OMD. And this is Turnbuckle Talk. This week, we got something a little bit different for you. Bobby Stats coming in saying, hello, guys. Hello to you, Bobby Stats. Thank you so much for coming in. Joe saying, good evening, guys. I'm looking forward to Joe being here uh, starting Thursday. He's going to be here, and I'm very excited about that. But we have something a little bit different here. If you've been following the socials, you will know that we are doing a year-end awards ceremony here. The Turnbuckle Studios Awards, hashtag TBS Awards 2023. The graphic on your screen right now is showing you the categories. So for those in audio land and those listening on Good Pods, make sure that you're leaving us a five-star rating and help us climb those ranks on Good Pods. Check out Good Pods and find Turnbuckle Talk over there. Help us get to number one. We got the Jake the Snake Roberts Award for the best on the mic. The Alundra Blaze Award for the most shocking moment. The Big Van Vader Award for the best big man in the business. The Ric Flair Award for the best male. The Trish Stratus Award for the best female. The Shawn Michaels Award for the best breakout star. The Bob Backlund Award for the best technical wrestler. The Minoru Suzuki Award for the best international star. The Carl Carafel Award for the best company. And the Chris Best Award for the best event of the year. Oh, we have got the four of us, and I'm sure that we can get some amazing things going on here. Jasmine, thank you so much for popping in. How you doing? Hey to you. John, thank you so much, brother, for coming in. I appreciate you. I know you said you were going to check it out. You were going to see it, and I'm glad that you're here. Vader, Vader, Vader. It's Vader time. Oh, yeah. One of my absolute favorites over the years growing up has been Vader. That's why I wanted to include him in this because while he was one of the best big men that are out there. First, I want to ask Chris Best, how are you doing, my friend? Doing pretty good. Doing very good. Looking forward to getting these awards out. I spent a few hours last night trying to make my picks for my winners. 
a lot of deep, deep, deep thinking I had to do. And that's good, though, because that's exactly what we want here on this program is to kind of open up the mind a little bit and let everybody kind of think about what is going on. OMD, what are you thinking about right now? Oh, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking over, you know, where I stand on especially several different aspects. I know that, you know, this is all a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. So I'm hoping that, you know, we can all, well, we'll all reach the consensus on certain ones and, you know, and first and happy new year guys. Mm-hmm. The first time that the four of us have actually been in a room since the year turned. It definitely is. Yeah. JJ, the voice joshua joseph how goes it it goes well my friend we're doing the turnbuckle studios awards for 2023 on this episode bubba how are you doing not bad my friend not bad everything's starting to come together as far as turnbuckle studios and been really trying to think on everything that we have these awards for and i'm just like Mm -hmm. because i just started watching wrestling again really right i'm like oh geez now i'm trying to think of what happened over the year and like holy jumping this is going to be tough but i have a funny feeling we're all going to agree on a lot of them because we just have that appreciation for wrestling so we definitely do let's get into the first one here we're going to start off with the jake roberts award for the best on the mic So how we're going to do this throughout the entirety is we are going to start with Chris Best, go to Bubba, OMD, and then myself is how we're going to do this show here tonight. So Chris, give us your pick for Best on the Mic in 2023. Okay, so he wasn't exactly cutting promos all year long, but when he did, he didn't make you, he made you watch the screen and he didn't make you read the subtitles well he did this is an obvious one now because i said (laughs) subtitles but i'm going with shinsuke nakamura on this one and he he made you read those subtitles but at the same time he made you just try to figure out what exactly he was saying right right that's exactly it he definitely, yeah. Uh, even I, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, he really made you kind of, because it was subtitled, it really pulled you in and mm-hmm. made you pay attention. I can understand why you would pick that. And for those mm-hmm. that are watching along with us live right now, we want your picks as well, just as Joe has done. He is coming in saying that for him, best on the mic this year has been CM Punk since his return to the WWE. And Bobby is saying Gunther for best on the mic. Bubba, who have you got? I am going to pull one completely out of left field on these guys. Uh, I'm not even looking at the men's division for best on the mic. I'm going Miss Becky Lynch. Uh, Every time she's been on that mic, I've literally been doing something else, and she picks that mic up and starts talking. She has my attention. And she's got some really good promos. Um, Even against opponents, she's got some epic promos. 
So yeah. I'm I'm pulling Becky Lynch out of the the hat for that one. Yeah, she she certainly has. And there's one thing that I like about Becky and her promos is the amount of raw emotion she puts into it, especially yeah. that promo with Nia Jax a couple weeks back. Just fantastic. You can feel mm-hmm. the heart. Like you, it feels like you're watching, say, someone like from the Attitude Era prior cutting a promo. Like there's no script. It feels like there's no like they literally just said, "Here's where we want you to start. This is where we want you to end. Fill it in." And the same could definitely be said for Shinsuke Nakamura, as Chris mm-hmm. had uh, chosen mm-hmm. there. He really made you feel the emotion in everything that he was doing and everything that he was saying, even though he was speaking in his native tongue we still had to read the subtitles but you could feel that emotion that was coming from him john collar is saying cm punk for sure and the viper randy orton for best on the mic in 2023 now see i would have went with orton as well but orton's only done one promo this year so right yes but it was a hell of a promo yeah hell of a promo OMD, your pick for best on the mic, the Jake the Snake Roberts Award. I have two, but it's an equal tie. And Old Faithful, The Miz. Right. And his AEW counterpart, MJF. Both guys who bring full reality and full disclosure about their lives into their promos, where they've come from, where they've started from, and what they've done to get to where they are. Right. John reminding us that, yeah, daddy's back. Um, And (laughs) these two guys, they invoke feelings throughout the WWE universe, throughout the wrestling industry. Right. And they pull you in. For me, I'm going to have to say that this person has encompassed everything that is needed to be the best on the microphone, not only necessarily inside the ring, but outside the ring as well in pop culture, in everyday life. JJ has my pick as well. OMD said his name too. I'm talking Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, MJF for me wins the Jake the Snake Roberts Award for Best on the Microphone. No matter where you go and see MJF, he is MJF. And he is going to cut that same type of promo, that he's going to have that same attitude, that same voice, that same talk, that same everything, no matter where he goes. And to have that continue from inside the ring on television to outside of the ring to entertainment side of things for me worked very, very well. The beauty with MJF is uh, he's taken social media, a, a device that has basically killed any remnants of kayfabe Mm. and managed to revive kayfabe with social media. Right. Oh, yeah. I'd have to agree with you, Carl. He's definitely uh, pulled that, like like you guys were saying, that kayfabe back into his character and his and, and his wrestling. And when he talks, no matter if you hate, love, or anything of the above, this man, 
you pay attention to him mm-hmm. when he speaks. So mm-hmm. good pick, Carl. I like that one. I'm gonna move on to the next award. I'm thinking that this one might have a few people that say the exact same one. But we are looking at the Alundra Blaze Award for the most shocking moment of 2023. Yeah. Ooh, this is a big one that I'm sure a lot of people are going to agree on. Chris Best, we are starting with you. And those in the comments, remember, you can leave your choice there as well. I mean, how can you not make the pick for CM Punk like I did? That return... Worst kept secret, but still most shocking moment, you know? Easily, CM Punk's return is the most shocking moment. His firing from AEW. So the whole entire CM Punk saga Mm. of this year is the most shocking moment for me. (laughs) Right. And across the board inside the chat as well, it is the same Bobby Stad saying CM Punk comes back to the WWE at Survivor Series. Joe is saying the return of Punk. So they are both in agreement with you on that. Yeah. Now he did have a close second as well. Mm. Oh. And uh, I was going to say, I was also going to go with Hammerstone and his playing with mm. social media before he, re- he showed up at MLW. Right. quote unquote showed up yeah yeah Yeah. made his debut with wtf (laughs) yes (laughs) bubba your most shocking moment (laughs) yeah it's it's like you said it's gonna be pretty universal cm punk coming home to wwe again um was it an expected thing to happen we kind of were like yeah okay we think it's gonna but we're not really sure and then it happened Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty cool. Even um, Randy Orton showing back up, like legit showing up. Like we weren't sure really, again, if he was coming or not. Right. But yeah, the biggest one, CM Punk. He can't handle Yeah. It. I think the one thing I like about the whole Punk thing was how divided the wrestling universe was over this story. Because mm-hmm. I was on the side that he's not coming back. Me too. That's why it was shocking for me. <laughs> I would, with everything that happened, the way he left, I really didn't think he would get that second chance, even from Hunter. I figured Hunter was just like, you know, forget it. I'm just, nope, going to wash my hands of the guy. And then, but we actually see how how good a uh, person Hunter really is by saying, you know what, that was the past. Let's move forward. Let's Let's do this, punk. Come on in. I what I really really enjoyed was how divided the locker room was when Punk right. showed up. <clears throat> that kind of surprised me a little bit, to be honest. <clears throat> but another, yeah, seeing Punk. <laughs> Joe is saying that his return single-handedly rejuvenated his interest in professional wrestling again. And John saying CM Punk for sure should win this one. Um, again, with this, there's no winners or losers. It's just kind of our take. Um, everyone else does all of the, we need to bring it to a vote and we need to get this one person. Screw that. Screw that. We're all individual yeah. people. We all have our own individual ideas and our own favorites. And that's yeah. what this show is all about. OMD, 
Your Alundra Blaze Award for the most shocking moment goes to the Backlash PLE. The crowd in Puerto Rico, the way they popped, everything was done so right for that PLE. Um, not just showcasing the wrestlers of Puerto Rican heritage, Damian Priest, Bad Bunny, Zelina Vega. Right. But the crowd. Savio oh. Vega, Carlito's return. Um, honestly, Bad Bunny's match against Damian right. Priest. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah, that's for me. That was probably the most shocking because we have not seen a crowd that hot in I don't know how long. It's been a minute, and that yeah. really, I think, rejuvenated. The whole WWE universe was that one night, that one moment. Huh. Yeah, can't argue that, bro. I, I, I think you're dead on with that, too. For me, the most shocking moment of 2023 was the final nail in the coffin of Vincent Kennedy McMahon, where he has no actual say anymore and what happens with the WWE, the purchase that happened with Endeavor and everything that transpired through all of that to us getting essentially Triple H now with the Helmsley of things running the show. For me, it was a very shocking moment because never in my life did I figure that we would see a WWE without vincent kennedy mcmahon until the day that he died mm -hmm. so for me that was a very very shocking situation within the world of professional wrestling um cm punk yeah sure you know superstars come and go but this guy is the guy that built what we know today as professional wrestling yep if it yeah. weren't for vince mcmahon and what he did for professional wrestling, we wouldn't have all these other companies that we've got. We wouldn't have any of it. It's all thanks to him. Joe was saying as well, I never thought Vince would willingly step down, right? I don't like think he was, really uh, willingly though, okay. step down, or was he kind of told? Joe, I'm going to argue with this because he didn't willingly step down. Ari Emanuel told him, you're not doing this anymore. Yeah, that's what I thought happened. I didn't think he willingly just stepped aside. Now, could we also <laughs> play the, use the factor of Vince coming in and selling slash merging the WWE with UFC under Endeavor and TKO Holdings leading up to all of that? Yeah, no, definitely. Like, that's all part of it. 100%. Mm -hmm. That's all part of it, right? And I remember, Carl, when I presented you the, the story just how shocked you were in the text when I sent the story to you about how Hunter or Vince is out of creative now. Yeah, I definitely was very, very shocked by it. Um, so I know, um, you know, he was kind of told that he, he needs to back away from it. I think that it, it wasn't necessarily a scolding of you're done. Get the hell mm -hmm. out of here. It was more of a situation of, hey, listen, 
take a look at what you've done and think about where things can go. Do you really need to be here any longer to where he came to a decision of, yeah, maybe this is the time he had that coaxing to get him into that time. Yeah. But sometimes that's what you need to, to, to quote unquote retire is just well, right, a, listen, dude, you've done, look at what you built. Let us Ari, take it from here. Yeah. Ari gave him like what yeah. his duties and roles were to be. And creative was not in that, uh, in that selection, in that job description, you know? Right. Yeah. Hmm. And being that Ari Emanuel is now Vince McMahon's boss. He's got to abide by that. Exactly. And I knew we were going to have different views on these awards, and that is absolutely what I love, and I'm so glad that we were able to get this. I think we may get some different uh, takes on the next one as well. We are looking at the Big Van Vader Award for the best big man in professional wrestling. This does not have to just stay with the WWE this is in all of professional wrestling. As always, Chris, we're going to start with you. Yeah, so I had a bit of a hard uh, a hard one with this one because I had about four names in my head that I was rumbling around with, and I'm like, okay, like, what did they do? What did these men do that uh, really make it stand out? I went through Bronson Reed. I went through Ivar. I went through Eric. I went through Powerhouse Hobbs over in AEW. I went through Keith uh, Keith Lee as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, the best big man award, I have to give it to Gunther. Okay. Because of his run with that Intercontinental title. He does not look like your typical big man, but he is a big man. He definitely is. Yeah. No argument from me. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to find out who you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, just as Bobby, Bobby Petito is saying Alex Hammerstone, Alexander Hammerstone. Um, that's a very good pick as well. Joe is saying there aren't as many big guys as there used to be, but his pick would be Samoa Joe. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I mean, Samoa Joe did end the year on a bang, you know? Right. <laughs> a huge, uh, huge yeah. bang. Bubba, let's go with yours, and then we're going to get to JJ's in the comments. I'm I'm tossed, okay? I have two, to be honest. Yeah. Samoa Joe was my number one, yes. Because of how he ended, the, he built his way back to and got that title. Right. Way to go, Samoa Joe, because he's been my favorite since ROH. My other favorite big man this year who's been doing very well not only mentally physically everything is w morrissey okay morrissey big cast i call him all the time i don't care what they call yeah but to see where this gentleman has come from uh the mental issues and everything that he's had right i personally have the same issues to a point and to see where he's taken himself now uh, to me, hands down, greatest big man, like legit big, big man. Yeah. Uh, that's my two right there. Yeah. And I, okay. 
I won't uh, I won't disagree on uh, Big Bill because like he's actually kind of surprised me since uh, stepping away from Enzo. Yeah, there is still one small thing that made that uh, made me push him off the list, and his promo work still needs work. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's still a little rough. He's still he, but he's learning. Mm-hmm. I find every time he comes out to do another promo, it's that just that little bit better, and yeah. this was just that little bit better. He's building it. Is he perfect? Hell no. Nobody's perfect at the game, really, other than yeah. the game. Right. Well, so, well, Mr. Perfect. Well, true enough. But we're not talking <laughs> about those guys, so nope. unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, those are my two guys, like I said, because the one, way to go, got the AEW heavyweight title around his waist. Yep. And the other one, just for coming back from where he was to where he is now, I got to right. give him the thumbs up on that. Way to go, dude. Before I get to JJ's comment, OMD looks as though he may need to take a, uh, not maybe a locker room visit, but a little trip in a moment. So I'm going to let him get his in here quickly first. Okay. Well, again, I've got two. My first one, I'm going to go to Impact Wrestling and Moose. Oh, okay. Okay. Moose, there is a guy who, again, tireless work ethic busted out takes whatever is given to him and delivers night in night out in the ring right okay my other one is not so much a overly huge guy in terms of his physical stature but in terms of his power lineage braun breaker oh he's a He's a decent big guy, though. Like I, I could put him in that list. He's he's built and he's got some height to him. Um, and I mean uh, his uh, run. With, actually, sorry, one did go ahead. His run with the NXT title, carrying now the way he has after his heel turn and not pushing, but trying to remain in the hunt and still doing what he's been doing, has just been absolutely fantastic. One of my top. NXT superstars of the year. One of my top superstars of the year. I'm surprised he hasn't been called up yet. Royal Rumble, man. Yep. But Bubba, um, I just wanted to point out he's actually, but Braun's not actually that big height wise. His match against Braun Strowman, he, or Braun Strowman, um, Baron Corbin, he looked really small in that match. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, Corbin's also six foot freaking 200, and you know what I mean? Like, he's a <laughs> tall dude. Um, but oh, he I looks small both Ron height Ray. and mass ways and mass wise, though. Um, <laughs> I can actually understand Braun Breaker. I just watched because I just got my fire stick. I watched the last pay per view for NXT where it was like eight of them in the ring or something, two tag teams or something. But anyway, this this kid cleared the ring. And just stood there and just looked so powerful. Like, it was just awesome. Yeah. I'm a little biased, too, because his old man was one of my favorite tag team guys. And I met him, too. So, a little biased there. JJ's, J, while JJ's comment here first, he's saying Sam Knight. Now, I'm not sure exactly which company Sam Knight works for, but I did do a little deep dig to know that he debuted in 2009. He's six foot one inch, weighing 231 pounds. 
He's an American professional wrestler. He has been in some teams and stables, one of them being uh, called Parental Discretion and the other one called Windows of Hope. And uh, his nickname is the right hand of God is the nickname that he has. Wow. Destination six is what JJ is telling me. Uh, I guess that's the company that he has been working for or where JJ has seen him. But I have just a, uh, a photo of the guy here. And let me tell you, he does look a little menacing and quite big. Intimidating looking, is he? Yeah. Okay. He's got that little bit of an intimidation look. Well, very cool. Um, and I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you threw that name out there. Yeah. Thank you. So, That's cool. Yeah. I think 100%. To, I think- I'd like to give an honorary uh, big man award as well. Well, and I want to hold on, but I'm going to give my pick first and then you yes. can do whatever honorary shit you want after that. Okay. Cause you're going <laughs> to, you're going to like this pick here. So what's Carl got? my pick? Come on, Carl. Who do you got, buddy? And my pick for best big man has got to be Otis. Oh Yeah. Dude, he wasn't even on my radar. He hasn't been on a lot of people's radar for some reason. But what he has been doing with Chad Gable uh, has been absolutely fantastic. And the matches. Into the picture. All the matches that he's been having with uh, Ibar and Eric and all of these other people, other big guys. I have been very impressed with Otis over 2023. That is why he is my Big Van Vader Award winner. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Chris, Bass, you go, you, oh yeah, go ahead. Before you uh, go, Chris, hold on. Carl, mm-hmm. epic pick, bro. I yeah. totally was didn't have it, and I love the guy. I'm like because of his reading problems, I have the same issue. I have a hard time reading, and just he's doing something he loves so thank you that was an awesome pick go ahead chris yeah. so i'm gonna i want to make an honorary big man award to and, and i want to give it to somebody with the cwe bubba no uh you might know him omd you might know him carl i know you know him i gotta give it to kevy chevy as well ah uh, yes just that he, he was the first uh the second match i saw in cwe history and just watching him all day running the ropes and still yeah. keeping that cardio up for a big dude. Holy Christ. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. fantastic athlete, you know? Another great pick, yeah. <laughs> big Joe saying, I'm very disappointed that none of you picked Big Joe, LOL. <laughs> oh, no, wow. see, you got my pick for the best commentator of wrestling. Come on, dude. Mm. I resent that. Yeah, I resent that too. <laughs> Can't please them all. Can't please them all. That was our Big Van Vader Award for the best big man of 2023. <laughs> we are now going to move on to the Ric Flair Award for the best male superstar of 2023. Chris Best, it's your turn once again. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, 
this man here who has been headlining every Monday night. I'm going to go with Monday Night Rollins. Seth Rollins, man. This dude, from the start of 2023 to the end of 2024, has carried the ball for WWE. Mm-hmm. Whether So him winning that World Heavyweight Championship, he was an obvious choice in that tournament based on everybody who was in there, with yeah. the exception of AJ Styles, who he did the finals with. Yep. But everything that this guy has done from his feud with Cody to his feud with uh, Nakamura to his just about every feud he's done, I've been emotionally invested into it. That the matches with Nakamura are just fantastic, by the way. Go back and watch oh, yeah. them if you have not yeah, seen yeah. them. <laughs> but just every Monday night, he comes out, he puts on his A game for those promos. Every time he comes out to have his match, uh, have a match. He puts on his A game. This dude is a workhorse and a half, and I'm very excited to see where 2024 takes him. Wow. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Damn right yep. I am. Yep. Yeah. Damn Especially right. The I that am. he's got going on with CM Punk now. Like, yeah. Like, come on. That's money right there. Yeah. We're going to get to Bobby Batito's pick here. He's saying Alex Kane from MLW. Yeah. That's a good one. Best. Of the best in 2023 when it comes to male superstars. That is a fantastic pick as well. I have no problems with that pick at all. No, not at all. Bubba, give her down, Charlie Brown. All right. Uh, I have to agree with Chris. Definitely a good pick. Um, But I have two as well. Um, I have MJF. The simple fact that if it really wasn't for that man i really wouldn't be paying too much attention to aew because i hate to like him and i like to hate him he he, yeah. he has me he's doing his job he has me uh, my other f- would be one cody rhodes um yes he hasn't really been huge but he's been there and he's constantly there he's constantly got a story he's always busting his ass for the fans Right. Literally, whether he's got a shot arm, uh, whatever, the kid is there and doing his job. And he interacts with the fans better than most. True. Um, Like, they want autographs. He's there doing autographs. They want a picture. He's there doing pictures. So I picked him for that simple reason that if a fan asks him for something within reason, obviously, he's there. So if I could take my hat off, I would do it. I love that he still does like the heel thing where he's like, you really want me to take a picture with you? All right. And he just, you know what I mean? (laughs) He gives you that interaction. He gives you that moment. Yeah. Yeah, And that's all a fan wants is that one moment in time. That's all we want. And he does it. So he does it well, very well. And the name helps too. I mean, come on. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. We got big Joe's pick. He is saying, Seth Rollins as well, and he's actually really glad that he's willing to do business with CM Punk. And he believes that they are going to make a mint with that rivalry as long as they do things properly. Well, I mean, you got Triple H at the home. It's going to be done, right? Yeah. I think so. I'll tell you, before before CM Punk even came into the picture, I bet you 10 bucks, Triple H was looking at Rollins going, I know you hate the guy but he's good for business. And right. I can guarantee you 
Rollins went, you know what, Hunter, you're right. Let's do what we got to do. Let's make yeah. the money off it. Let's have fun. And Bubba, it's reasons like that as to why I've, I've come to the conclusion that the entire ending to War Games was a complete work. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I believe so as well. I do as well. OMD, give us your pick for best overall male superstar, the Ric Flair Award. Woo! I'm going to go a little bit off the board. Oh, okay. Carmelo Hayes. Whoa. That's not really off the board, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, here, here is a guy who has worked his ass off to essentially make himself Mr. Takeover if they were still doing takeover in NXT. Right. His run with their championship was fantastic. He's sort of playing that anti-hero role right now. He's just had two fantastic matches on SmackDown in the U.S. title tournament. Mm -hmm. And he just, again, delivers. You look at his match with Ricochet, the three versus Dragunov. Right. Yeah. Um, and I see him potentially becoming the next Mr. WrestleMania. That's some mighty big shoes to feel, but uh, I see it. Well, he's learning from the man, so why not? Yeah. Yep. In time. It will take time. JJ giving us the tea, saying that he can, uh, Trips told Seth that he could dip his uh, nuts in CM Punk's coffee every day. So things are well. <laughs> and that's how we got him to do it. If that's what it took, good on you, Trips. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, John, they were fantastic matches. So good yeah. to see. And that's the beauty with Mello right now is even though he's not the NXT champion, a lot of eyes are still on him as far mm -hmm. as what he's doing in NXT. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah. The guy carries himself like he still has that title. How can you not notice that? Yeah. It's hard not to notice right. that. Yeah. Who's Carl got? That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me here. <laughs> My best for 2023 rose the ranks within the PWI this year. And I am choosing Gunther. The man was nothing but a workhorse throughout the entire of 2023. The Intercontinental Champion brought some valor and prestige back to that championship. Yes. Gunther deserves the Ric Flair Award from me. Yes. Yeah, he's definitely come a long way. I, I can agree with that one, Carl. It totally. was... A fantastic pick, and it was it was a difficult choice between Mello and Gunther for me, because um, Gunther yeah. was right up there. I just I didn't want to do two again, and yeah. I had I went with, <laughs> and I mean they're both still up and coming. Mm -hmm. Tech, I mean, legitimately, they're both still up and coming. And that's the crazy part about Gunther; he's still not that super superstar, but he's like working his way to the superstar status which is amazing to watch yeah and it was and, and for me it's that performance in the 2024 or the 2023 royal rumble just that was insane, where, dude. 
starts yeah. the match and ends it with Cody final two. Yeah. It was that, that was moment so- where I'm like, Oh shit, they're building a star out of this dude. Right. And he was right then and there, my pick to win this year's rumble. <laughs> yeah. JJ's telling us that Daniel Garcia gets the best of the best for him. What a phenomenal talent. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia has done amazing things over in AEW as of late. I think it's fantastic. What a name. Definitely. Speaking of names, Basser is here. How are you doing, my friend? Very good to <laughs> see you. Uh, things are going good this evening. You have stepped into the Turnbuckle Studios Award Ceremony for 2023, where we are just giving our personal picks for a few different categories. We didn't go super over the top with things. So I'll show you what the next one is. The next category is the Trish Stratus Award for the Best Overall Female for 2023. Chris Best, we start with you. I mean, mine is a super obvious one because you guys know how much I gush over her every Monday night, and that is Rhea Ripley. I almost went with another woman, not in WWE. I almost went with Hollywood Haley J because you guys know I'm high on her as well. Yeah. But she's only, for me, Hollywood Haley J is only shown herself to me within the last six months right whereas Rhea Ripley carried 2024 in the women's division well she's going to carry 2024 she carried 2023 I mean yeah yeah Yeah. I wasn't gonna say nothing I was I I... (laughs) we got to remember we got all of our friends out there on good pods as well who listen to this program This uh, show is actually brought to you in audio format by Podbean and then put out to Google Pods, Good Pods, iTunes, Apple Podcast, everywhere that you can get your podcast in audio format. We're there. Bobby is saying, Deanna Perrazzo is his pick for best of the best for 2023 in the female division. Mm -hmm. I can absolutely get behind that. JJ is saying Julia Hart. She has done some really awesome stuff in AEW in 2023, the later part of 2023, mind you. And still great. Yeah. And again, Julia Julia was on my, my list as well. But as you said, Carl, it wasn't until like the latter half of 2023 where she really right. started to stand out. Yep. You could yeah. even put Sky Blue into that list. Sky Blue too, but again, for me, the latter half of 2023. So yeah. not enough there, you know? Right. Nope. Right. Enough lists. We need to go with the next person. Yep. <laughs> I, um, I tend to agree with Joe here. Um, okay, I'll put that comment, comment up here. now then. Yeah, that's why I was going, don't put it up, don't put it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, for such a little woman, her name suits her. Thunder Rosa. Sorry if that's bright. It's my TV. Um, the last match that she was in, 
completely different um, woman. Like, she really trained and studied her opponent for this mat for that match. Um, but yeah, the whole year she's just been nonstop. Just that um I equate her to like the Charlotte Flair, the Becky Lynches, the the ones that are there all the time doing their thing day in, day out, day in, day out, mm-hmm. and giving it a hundred percent. Um and I have to pick Rhea Ripley too. Like she she's just carried the women's division right all year so yeah bobby batido is giving us camille from the nwa a very very good name to have in there as well omd your pick for the trish stratus award best female damage control The entirety of damage control? Pre-Oscar, pre-Kyrie Sane. They ran the women's division on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. The additions, yes, made them stronger. You look at Bailey, how she carried them, boosted EO, you know, lifted all of the other talents on the SmackDown roster. Um. You look at Dakota Kai out for this year with injury and has still stayed relevant, mm-hmm. made herself probably the most influential piece in that group. Right. Uh, she was probably the one who, of course, orchestrated Asuka and Kyrie coming and joining. And for me, it was just damage control all the way. I'm going to go with the original three, so pre-Crown Jewel. But for me, it's damage control. So you did a cop out and didn't actually choose one yep. best female. Yep. If I'm gonna yep. pick, if I pick one out of that, I'll take Dakota Kai. <laughs> okay. There but we go. Been, now we got an answer. She's been injured for half the year. <laughs> Look at how ma- she's managed to stay relevant in there and influence right. and make her. Yeah make her be able to still be on TV, even though she's been injured and she's not sitting at home. This is true. And I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to Dakota getting back in the ring, to be honest with you guys. And Joe, I'm with you on that one. Cause I love Thunder Rosa as well. I think she would flourish in the WWE. Right. And JJ, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> JJ yeah. saying, I want to smooch Bailey. <laughs> Don't we all? Hey, hey! When they do that Bailey song chant, I'm not, I'm not chanting it. I'm singing it from the heart here. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of course, of course. My pick may shock some people. Probably won't shock others. Coming from AEW, my pick is Jamie Hader. That's actually a really good point pick. Really good pick there. Mm-hmm. The great rise that she had in the beginning of 2023, uh, you know, holding that AEW Women's Championship, carrying it with such grace that she did. I loved everything that I saw from her this year. I can't wait to see what more they do with Jamie Hayter. I'm a hater for life. I always will be. <laughs> Bar none. Jamie Hader for me 
was the best female. And only because I'm, I'm sick and tired of always choosing from the WWE. Because we know top of the top is Rhea Ripley. 1,000% it's Rhea Ripley. But for me personally, I would rather it have been Jamie Hayter. I mean, talk about a woman who, who came from like nothing. She came from she came into the AW, was basically floundering around until she tag teamed with Britt Baker. Right. Then we got a star out of her. And she just needed that little boost, kind of like OMD was talking about with damage control, getting that little boost of Bailey butt and then going through and being able to just, you know. See, and respectfully, I would actually disagree on Rhea Ripley because she's defended the title a little bit more than Roman Reigns. But other than that, she's been on the mic and more of the figurehead as opposed to defending the title and competing. Okay. Yeah. No, I totally get right. what you're saying. But every time she competed, you cared about the matches she did. You cared about the title defenses she did. I sure guarantee not. you. There was no chance in hell that this was going to be mine. Joe says, if Carl picks Nia Jax, we riot. Okay, <laughs> no. No way in hell. But with, but with the upswing she's been having lately, she could be, could be in the running for next year. No. No. She Okay, Nia Jax has done better. But even last night, I still saw some stuff that was just like mm, cringeworthy, unfortunately. I really do think that that was Becky and her just saying, let's go hard out there, you know? Right. Yeah. And I mean, JJ, you're right. Naya had a great Monday match. 100% she did. But there were still some things that I saw that were old Naya Jacks, unfortunately. Um yeah, Bobby's saying that he'd like to see Anna J in NXT one day. I like the ring of that Anna J NXT one day. I like that. I like that. I need Hollywood Haley J to be there. <laughs> I need that. I'm pretty sure that it will be happening sooner than we think. That's all I can say on that. Let's take a look at the next award. We just did male. We just did best female. Well, how about we talk about the best breakout star of the year with our Shawn Michaels Award? I had some people questioning me on this. The reason why this Shawn Michaels Award is for the best breakout star is because he is the essential head now of nxt where all the future stars are born for the wwe so i chose Shawn michaels for this award we're getting a bunch of comments here that i haven't even seen okay uh ah jj okay saying tony storm definitely throughout the latter part Definitely has done a lot. Uh, Joe mm-hmm. saying, yes, uh, she's still really rough. Not a fan of Nia Jax. Before I get to the comments, we're going to go through our picks 
first. So Chris best your pick for the Shawn Michaels award best breakout star. I was just going to tell you, Carl, you know, you could have explained why you picked uh, the Shawn Michaels award because he did become the breakout star from the rockers. Yeah. True. As well. True. Um, but I had to go with the, uh, another obvious one here and that's L a night. Yeah. yeah. Here's a dude who last year was just another face on the roster. Not really doing anything, making some waves in NXT, mind you. Comes to the main roster, gets that feud with Bray Wyatt, which tells you right away they they have investment in this dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, Has that match with Bray Wyatt at the Royal Rumble, which at the time we didn't think was fantastic, and it was also kind of cathartic at the same time but here's a dude who just slowly rose through the ranks and then by the time july came around we wanted to see him win a battle royal that didn't mean anything we wanted to see him win the money in the bank we wanted to see him win the uh the intercontinental or no not the intercontinental the u.s title u.s we wanted to see him beat roman at uh crown jewel we want to see this guy in the top spot now. And that's why LA Knight is my breakout star of the year. Damn it. All we wanted was some LA Knight. That's yeah. and, it. And here we are. We still want more of it. We do. That's the thing. Yep. That's the thing. And of course, everybody has, you know, you're going to break out, break out of that shell, so to speak. Uh, but it takes some time before you grow. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's exactly what's happening here with L.A. Knight. Yeah. Is that we're yeah. getting that breakout that happened and we are going to get to witness him grow. Bubba Duke, your pick for the Shawn Michaels yeah. Award. Um, I'm kind of pulling one out of left field here again myself. Um, This young lady in AEW has really caught my attention over the last the last year. Willow Nightingale. Okay. That's a good um, pick. I like that pick. Yeah. She was really not on my radar at all. Like, I knew she was coming. I knew she was there. And then all of a sudden, yeah. she starts cutting these killer promos and having some really killer matches with some great talent. Top names. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some big-time people. And she made it look like she's been there her entire life like and it just caught my attention so i gotta pick her nice omd your pick this is a tough one and i know carl i think you're gonna agree with me on this chad gable oh okay a little different i would like to know why He's he's been there. Yes, he's been around for quite a while. Saddled in actually that's probably the wrong word, but you know, used in tag teams for the most part. But right. never really been given the chance to flourish. Yes, he had his tag team with Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode, all of those things. Yes, then they put him with Otis in the Alpha Academy. And but you look at what he was able to accomplish and get that push as a singles star to get to that intercontinental title match mm-hmm. and everything he's done, get tag team titles with Otis. 
grow Alpha Academy, go from being heels to over the top baby faces. Right. They uh, they kind of took the New Day route, as it were. They did. They yeah. started off as a heel tag team, and now they're one of the top baby face tag teams right now. Yep. Yeah, how can you not <laughs> like them though? Like, how can you not like that group? Right. Honestly, they're they're, no, they're literally come across as the like we're so lucky to be here. Like, how did we get here? Like, how? Right. And Which they're just not, like, yeah. hey, let's keep going. Let's keep having fun doing this. How can you not like that? Which is kind of why I'm looking forward to Akira Tozawa and Bronson Reed on main event, just because it's right. Alpha Academy, you know? Mm-hmm. No, oh, good yeah. pick. Good pick. Let's go. So I'm going to get to a couple of these comments here quickly. Um, JJ saying, welcome to the Willow Train. <laughs> Definitely. Bobby Batito is uh, pulling out Nathan Frazier as being uh, you know breakout star of the year. Mine is a guy who has worked for multiple companies since 2008, working for the NWA briefly, working with East Coast Wrestling Association, World Extreme Wrestling, Combat Zone Wrestling, on the independent circuit with Evolve Wrestling, uh, Westside Extreme Wrestling, AAA World Cruiserweights, triple a uh working at triple a uh triple mania yes um going through and doing some great stuff with pcw and defy wrestling working with lucha underground major league wrestling the wwe even but it seems as though this is where his breakout has come where he has been with a E W since 2022 after his little brief stint in new Japan professional wrestling. And I'm talking about swerve Strickland. Yep. Yeah. Just as JJ pointed out swerve Strickland, uh, Joe saying as well, Swerve Strickland, that dude is killing it. He deserves a bigger platform and he'll get it again someday. Mark my words. Um, Jeez. Swerve has gone through so much bullshit, I guess you would you could say. Going through all of these different companies, doing things, like I said, with the WWE, right? Like entering into the Dusty Rhodes Classic where he... Uh, I was paired with Jake Atlas, um, working NXT uh, takeover, stand and deliver. He's done multiple things. He was, you know, working with, uh, um, oh, who I, I just had it here. He's worked with AJ Francis. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's gone on and, uh, he was joined by Francis to be called top dollar. Um, Working with as well, uh, Ashante the Adonis and BFAB or Brianna Brandy forming the stable hit row, making their way up to the SmackDown brand. Um, ultimately being released by the company, yeah. I mean, but until AEW and Ring of Honor, we got to include ROH in there yeah, as well, yeah. right? Um, we really nobody knew about swerve strickland so 
that's why for me, everybody knows Swerve Strickland now. Yeah, I mean, here's a dude like you, you hit it on the nail when he got called up to the SmackDown roster. They were released one week after that call up. Mm hmm. And Swerve was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go around the world. I'm going to go get some friggin' seasoning. And then we'll see who these top, uh, which top company will take me. And AEW snagged him. And now he's running with the ball there. Yep. <clears throat> Bobby's yeah. right. He was the North American champion as well within NXT. Yep. So the man was accomplished yep. within the world of professional wrestling. But was still relatively unknown until this year. Yeah, so when Very WW cool. when his contract comes comes up whenever it does a W there's going to be a battle for him for sure. Oh yeah, there will be. And if there isn't, there should be. Yeah. We're going to move on. We're already an hour into this show, gentlemen. <laughs> very very cool we have killed an hour we're about halfway through so we're gonna hammer these out and get through these ones here for everyone the bob Backlund award for the best technical wrestler of 2023 chris best we're gonna start with you for the bob Backlund award his name has already been bought up brought up for a previous award tonight but i am going with chad gable okay Every match, it's like I'm watching a young Kurt Angle when I watch him wrestle. And mm -hmm. I use the term wrestle firmly because this dude can wrestle. He can take any big man, take him down to the ground, wrestle them, headlocks. Yeah. Just everything he does. And he's so innovative with his technical maneuvers as well. Yep. <laughs> I still really wish he gets that rematch with Gunther down the road. I still want that. Definitely. I think that's going to come Bubba. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with Chris. He, he's just hands down the best technical wrestler right now. At this point in time, it's just, you notice when he's wrestling, it's on, on point the whole time. Right. OMD. Ludwig Kaiser. Very good pick. Yeah, very good very pick. Very good pick. From um, Imperium. Yes, the right hand of Imperium. For all of the same reasons, I mean, you look at those clinics that he and Chad Gable put on in the ring. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he goes out there. He delivers night in, night out, week in, week out. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, it's in the matches. It's in his catching of Gunther's coat. It's in his right? swagger, just walking to the ring. Oh, yeah. It is, yes, the the strong style that he brings mm -hmm. to the ring. Right. But hands down, for me, Kaiser is yeah. the best technical wrestler. And when it comes to Kaiser, it's those little things that he does that I like, like the gra like the co the grabbing of the coat, the way he holds the microphone, like he's holding a mm. wine glass when he does a promo is one of my favorite things about him. Yeah, 100%. Joe is saying Randy Orton, he's still just as smooth in the ring as he always has been. 
and I saved this comment here because I agree with Bobby's stats here, Bobby Batito. The octopus, Jonathan Gresham, yeah. I think oh, yeah. in 2023 would have to be the best technical wrestler on the planet. Bar yeah. none. But again, those are just our picks. Your view may differ. And that's okay. Exactly. Here's one that I'm sure uh, you guys really had to put some deep dive thought into. The next award is for the Minoru Suzuki Award. Murder Grandpa himself. The best <laughs> international star of 2023. Chris? I mean, he's already won an award for me earlier tonight, and I've been a big mark of his since Wrestle Kingdom 9. It's Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, okay. I just love everything he does. I'm a, I, I will flat out admit, I'm a huge mark for him. Will Ospreay was almost my number one pick, almost. <laughs> but that was Bobby Stats pick. Yeah. But Chris Parrish brought up something to me that made a lot of sense to me. Yes, Will Ospreay has had some fantastic matches, but is there really any storyline that you can remember that he that were fantastic that he's done? Nakamura has done both. Nakamura has had fantastic matches and storylines that I know I'm going to remember five years down the road. Right. Right. Joe is saying that his pick is obviously Minoru himself. I totally understand and get that. I know you are a fan of Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Bubba, your pick for best international star. Oh, um, you're right. This was definitely a hard pick for me. I had to really think about who really stood out. Yep. I'm going with Jacob Fatu. Okay. Um, just for the simple fact that he's really stepped up his game and really become a big name and a household name now. Like you can't not say big dude and not mention his name. You can't say uh, guys that have good technical skill and not mention his name because he's good technically too. Right. Even the dude flies. He's like 300 what pounds and he flies. Like, damn. So yeah, I'm going with Mr. Fa too. Okay, well, I'll let you get away with that one um, because he is technically an American professional wrestler. Yeah, but he's international to us Canadians. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's why I'm letting that slide. I know. Yeah. I just, he was the best in my eyes at this point. OMD. I'm going to go again with another American superstar, but a man who competes in New Japan in AEW, ah, okay. in Ring of Honor, and he is a triple crown champion. And I'm going to go with a name I never thought would pass these lips, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, damn. Wow. No, I never would have thought that either. Definitely um, not. Yeah, I know um, OMD's not the biggest fan of uh, Eddie Kingston, so. But yeah, this is a guy that has gone on. He has 
built himself up over the last couple of years. He's earned my respect. I appreciate him more now. I'm not going to ever sit here and say I'm a huge fan. Right. But with the work he's put in, he's gone out and admitted, I'm tired, I'm beat up. It's hard work defending these two titles. Now he's added a third. Right. <laughs> he's, he's going out there. He's doing it all. He Good gets it. He gets it from me. I was going to say now, I hope um, he's going to have a better attitude than Austin Aries. That's for sure. With all the belts he's got now. So yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My pick. While this person maybe did not win as much as I would have liked in the year of 2023, my pick for best international star really starting from about, you know, midway point of the year. We're looking July all the way through till about, you know, September-ish, October-ish, um, is Sonata from New Japan yeah, Professional yeah. Wrestling. Uh, really started out the year very, very hot. Um, the year's end, maybe not so hot, getting, you know, a, a win-loss here and there throughout the rest of the year. But Sonata has really uh, jumped the ranks and risen to as great as I think he can be. And again, I'm I'm looking at, you know, kind of how PWI ranked things as well. He had like a 170% jump from last year to this year. So for me, Sonata is the name for best international star. Yeah, I mean, talk we about are stretching dude. the idea of international. Yeah. I know. Talk about a dude like who I remember two, three years ago, a lot of people were crapping on him because of his tag team with evil. Mm-hmm. And I loved that tag team, by the way. Yeah. Love evil. Yeah. He's one of my favorite guys in New Japan. And having Sonata with but... him was yeah. just. I saw the inklings of a star four or five years ago when he in new Japan there. So I'm so happy that he's made this turnaround, made that huge jump on the PWI list. Mm-hmm. Just all around 2024 going to be a fantastic year for him. I, I, I was going to pick a guy from new Japan. I can't pronounce their names. So I didn't want to butcher it <laughs> to be honest, Joe, I'll be honest with you. dude. There's some of them over there in new Japan that I'm like, Holy crap, but I can't pronounce their names. So it's like, I can describe the guy. He's got big hair. Well, they all got big hair. You're right. <laughs> right. Well, Bubba, I'll tell you right now, the, the man who helped me with pronouncing some of the Japanese wrestlers is, uh, well, he's no longer commentary, doing commentating there, but Moro Ronaldo used to be a big help in mm. me learning who these wrestlers were. Yeah. Yeah. Joe is saying Sonata is great. They just have to stop booking him 50-50. He's a legit star. I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. And that's why I decided to go with him. I think we're down to our final two picks for the night here. Let's throw this graphic back up here. We did best on the mic. Shocking moment. Big man. Best male. Best female. Breakout star. Technical and international star. Which brings us to the Carl Carafel Award for the best company of 2023 chris best comes back to you i'm gonna go uh 
I got to go with the WWE, man. I mean, here's a company that, yeah, they had a few stumbling blocks, especially when everyone found out that McMahon was still in control of creative. There's a lot of discourse there. Right. But here's a company that managed to bounce back hard after Hunter calmed everybody down. And every Monday night, we've always come away saying, oh, crap, that was a great show. PLEs, we've come away saying, oh, that was a great show, too. Mm-hmm. We've crapped on some of the matches from this past year. I mean, right. I mean, Ronda and Shayna Baszler wasn't that great, but um, yeah. here's a company that has been constantly knocking it out of the park for the last year, year and a half now. And it's just, they're just going to get higher and higher as the years go on. I agree. Bubba, your pick. Wow. Um, I was thinking WWE myself, but I've been watching a lot more of the New Japan and just how they do stuff. And Mm -hmm. to me, it catches my attention a lot more right now than WWE. But again, I've only recently started into the WWE again. So they're they're on my radar. Mm -hmm. Very close second. But right now, me is New Japan and everything that they're doing. Okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that at all. OMD. I have to go with WWE. Okay. Uh, for all the same reasons that Chris Best rhymed off. Um, I probably would have had impact. It's a close second, but it's just been since they, they've announced this rebranding and they've scrapped everything that they had going. Yeah. It's just lost that luster. So I'm hoping that, you know, in another 10 days, they'll recapture that when they launch Hard to Kill and rebrand right. as TNA. Um, but like Chris said, we're leaving watching Raw saying, holy shit. We're mm-hmm. leaving watching the PLEs with the exact same. Um. AEW, I think if they're not careful, you're going to see something tragic happen on one of their shows, whether it's a PLE or a Dynamite. Um, still love them, want to see them succeed. Mm-hmm. But they need to maybe take a step back and reassess. True. No, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from. For myself... In 2023, clearly has to be the WWE. Just with everything that has transpired, gone on, Triple H coming in, taking the 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 hold, taking a hold of that company, and uh, you know yeah. the company almost receiving an enema, giving us now some great shit. I think that it definitely (laughs) has to be the WWE. I do have a very close second for myself, though, and I want to make sure that I mention them. And that's Major League Wrestling. Yeah. They have done great stuff over 2023. I'm happy with the uh, showcase that they have gotten, that they have been given as well. Um, 
True. Very, very happy about that. So it'll be very interesting to see where some of these smaller companies will lie when it comes to 2024. And I don't want to include Impact or TNA as a smaller company, but I'm looking forward to this rebrand and everything that goes through. Um, you're looking at the MLWs. And then even as Bobby is saying here, OVW as yeah. well. Thank you, boss. Al Snow, our boss over with Collar and Elbow Brand. Uh, OVW has been doing some good things. Um, the Netflix special that came out has been absolutely phenomenal and very well showcased. So I'm very interested to see where all of this goes in 2024. <laughs> Somebody make, somebody's got to clip that. Yeah. Somebody's got to clip that line. It was, was probably that, at about, about one, one, one sixteen, I would say. Uh maybe a little before, maybe one fifteen. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We got to find a way to clip that, definitely. And that's now going to bring us to our last award of the night. This one here is the Chris Best Award for the best event of 2023 and i know we're gonna have some polarizing differences for this category and i'm very interested to hear them again <laughs> we're not going to start with chris best this time because this is his award for best event we're gonna let him go last i'm gonna go first omd bubba and then chris best I am going to take an event that happened at the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario in June the 25th. I'm talking AEW and New Japan Professional Wrestling's Forbidden Door 2023. The fact that they were able to once again do a Forbidden Door pull all of these people together and have a good show. Was it great? No. I will 100% say no. It was not great, but it was good to be able to have these two companies coming together and working together in the way that they did, giving us some dream matchups like uh cm punk taking on kojima we got sonata taking on jack perry we had bushi uh, takahashi and takagi taking on jeff cobb kyle fletcher and tjp el phantasmo taking on Stu grayson i'm not going to go through all of them but having an amazing 28 minute match between brian danielson and kazuchika okada yes Great match. yes so for that reason alone, for me, Forbidden Door 2023 was the best event of the year. Jesus. Bobby Stats is saying WWE <sighs> Backlash. Nah, OMD, your pick. I agree 100% with Bobby Stats for all the same reasons why it was my most shocking moment of the year. Gotcha. The crowd. <laughs> Bad Bunny. I mean, we knew he could deliver. We didn't expect that. Right. Um, of truth. course, Carlito, Savio, just the hot crowd. Yeah. 
and the oh, introduction yeah. of the new camera angles that we got there. Right. The yeah, drone shot at the, the drone of the flying show. through and oh yes, was glorious. I kind of want to see that come back to the outdoor stadium shows that they're going to be doing next year. So, right, it'd be epic. Bubba, your pick. <laughs> see, I I've been tossing because I'm a I'm a WrestleMania guy. Always have been. The Big Show gets me every time. I like but the Big Show too. It didn't. Paul White, he's great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's no, no um, but it, it didn't make my my list this time. Okay. I'm kind of leaning. Like OMD, the crowd from Backlash totally pulled me into that next to the matches. They were incredible. And yours, AEW, the Forbidden Door, like you picked, the exact same reasons. Because they had all those great New Japan wrestling names here in Canada. It didn't happen in the States. It didn't happen in Japan. Mm -hmm. It happened in Canada. Yeah. Like how lucky were we to get that in Canada? So those are combine those two and there's one giant <laughs> God-given uh, pay-per-view and I loved it. Right. Right. So before Chris best gets to his pick, Joe is saying best event was WrestleMania as it typically is. I will say that he hopes that it, he will eventually go back to a one night mm -hmm. and seeing Cody come back. There was a great moment chris best yes. the floor is yours for your award my friend okay so i am going i love all your picks because they were also in my mind as i was wrestling around to uh settle on what i finally wanted to go with and i'm a sucker for the matches that are featured on this card but i've got to go with the 2023 royal rumble show oh this was okay. probably for me the first time since they introduced the women's rumble where both Royal rumble matches delivered right on what we wanted. We had Rhea Ripley eliminating Liv Morgan, two women who have, you know, entered that upper stratosphere of women on the roster winning that Royal rumble. We had Cody Rhodes eliminating Gunther in the final two again, Gunther getting up into that upper stratosphere. We also had Bray Wyatt in his last match against LA Knight, which got LA Knight into that upper stratosphere as well. We also had Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss in what was an okay match. It wasn't the best, but it was it was good for what Alexa and Bianca can do. Right. We also had KO, Roman Reigns, and probably the best babyface turn of the year when Sami Zayn finally made that turn and smacked Roman in the back. The crowd that night was just insane mm -hmm. for everything that happened on that show. Joe is saying that the Royal Rumble match for him has always been one of his favorite matches. So, and I totally understand why it is such an intense showcase of talent inside that ring and the start of what is going to happen what is going to come for the new year mm -hmm. and there were a lot of things in both rumble matches that set out the feuds that were going to happen over the next year we had that big spot 
with um, Logan Paul in Ricochet in that double clothesline spot mm-hmm. that set up their their uh, next their few matches that they had. We had well, we had Rhea Ripley set up her feud for Charlotte and then carry on with the women's title after SummerSlam yeah. or after WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, yeah, Mania, yeah, yeah. We had the call-ups. Zoe Stark was one of the call-ups, and I said she was going to come to the main roster because of this performance in the Rumble, and now she's on the main roster. So good. 2023 was a great year to be a professional wrestling fan, to get back into the world of professional wrestling. Joe is looking forward to one this year and hoping for some legit surprises, as he usually does. He always anticipates those uh, returns or surprises that happen. Uh, I am just super grateful to each and every one of you for coming here and being part of the first Turnbuckle Studios Awards Ceremony. We will definitely be doing this again. Yeah. Before we go, fun. Carl, I have I have an honorary award I would like to give out. Oh, and I'm calling it the Doink the Clown funniest moment on Turnbuckle Studios moment. Oh Jesus! Of the year. Oh, and what I you have got? to. Every time I go back and watch this, it I still laugh. And I was watching it this afternoon, cracking up. And I swear to God, I wasn't high or anything. But it was when OMD's computer froze. And we all ragged on him for two to three minutes there. <laughs> still the funniest moment of the year for us. That's awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, God. That's got to be a clipped thing, too. Or my yeah. my musical my issues with the music for the raw watch along. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about when your computer completely froze oh, yeah. down. Oh, and I remember. You it. Hear anything we were saying? Yep. <laughs> oh, I which happened that. often after a while. Yeah. Before we head out of here, Joe is saying that um, he suspects MJF will debut at the Rumble this year and stand toe to toe with Punk in a WWE ring. That is definitely something that we can anticipate. I'm sure that would be be happening. Huge moment. If you guys do take a look at the ticker below, we talked about our boss, Al Snow with color and elbow brand. We've got a promo code for you. If you go to check out color and elbow brand.com where you can get some great merchandise made by Al Snow himself. Yes, he actually has a hand in doing all of this as well. Use the promo code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off your purchase while you are there. And a big thank you to RealWrestling.net who allows us to be international, baby, because they are based out of the UK. Check out RealWrestling.net, news and views by real fans. And I'm still, every chance I get, Dr. Pepper, sponsor me. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Yeah, I can, but Dr. Pepper, man. Every day. If you guys are looking for some merchandise from Turnbuckle Studios itself, check out our Redbubble account, carlcarafel.redbubble.com. While you're there and after you make a purchase, a little bit of that does come back to us. And we put that back into the programming for each and every one of you. OMD, 
where can the people find you? Well, the people can find me on the book of faces at Daniel Horisic, H-R-Y-C-Y-K. On Snapchat, One Man Dynamic, capitals on O-M-N-D. On Twitch at OMD17. And on Discord at OMD6370. Visually, if you want to see the moneymaker, you can catch me right here normally every Monday on the Raw Watch Along. Uh, every other Tuesday right here on Turnbuckle Talk with Chris Bastard, Carl Carafel, and Thursday with the gentleman there to my go. right, Bubba Duke, <coughs> on the Boar's Nest. And I don't have anything here for you, Bubba. Um, I'm taking a look to see some of the other no, banners no. here. You need to get your socials in order, man, so that we can get this shit done for you. I do. I do. I got I got to get my shit together. Sorry, buddy. I'm We're working on it. I'm I'm good. slow on that. Good. I am. Good. I am working on it. I just social media for me was uh, a no no for a while. So I just I have to reprogram this thing to hey, social media isn't a bad thing. Right. Use it for what you want, right? But I do have a Twitch account. It is Bubba Duke uh, 188, uh, The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke and OMD on YouTube. Uh, yes, that is right. I added OMD onto the YouTube account because he is my co host for life. Um, but you can't catch me on The Boar's Nest every Thursday starting at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Definitely hit the subscribe and the notification button because we do tend to start a little early sometimes depending on the information we have for you because it's that important. But, yeah, catch us then, buddy. Chris Best. All right. You can find me at YouTube.com at ChrisDamage83, Twitch.tv, CBRS underscore entertainment, Threads.net, CBestFilms83, Facebook.com, Chris.Best83, TikTok.com, CBRS.entertainment. You can catch me Monday night. 8 p.m. Eastern, alongside Carl Carafel, OMD, sometimes Bubba, and the missing Chris Parrish, as we do our Raw Watch Along. Did I say it's at 8 p.m. Eastern? Right here on Turnbuckle Studios. Every Tuesday night, usually alongside Carl Carafel, sometimes OMD, and occasionally Parrish as well, we will do Turnbuckle Talk. That's 8.05 Eastern here. Turnbuckle Talk goes live at 8.05 on Tuesdays. I made everything really nice and simple for everyone. I have a link tree. Go and check it out. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Carl Carafel. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash K-A-R-L-K-A-R-U-F-E-L. And if you're feeling tired... After this hour and a half long episode, fear not. For if you go and check out RogueEnergy.com, you can get some amazing supplements over there to help boost that energy. All natural, vegan friendly, non-GMO, low sugar. It is amazing stuff over there. Use the promo code PERISH, P-E-R-I-S-H, and save yourself. 10% off your order each and every time that you make a purchase over there. For Chris Best, for Bubba, for OMD, and for myself, Carl Carafel, 
This has been another episode of Turnbuckle Talk. Remember, everyone, the world's a scary place. Take care of each other. <laughs>